Welcome to Vinyl Verdict. I'm Bell. I'm Jamie. I'm Ploof. And I think it's my turn. I'm Luke. Hi, Luke. We have a guest. Hi. We have a guest this week. It's Luke. Luke Lafreniere. As I said last week, Luke Lafrende. I was going to say, that's not how you pronounce it. It's Lafrenye. Luke Lafrenye. Luke Lafrenye. Friend, co-worker, boss. Someone's boss. <laughs> no one here. No one here. <laughs> yes, let's go. Uh, yes, Luke, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. What did you choose this week for us to listen to? Tiger Army uh, by Tiger Army. A classic. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. They have four self-titled albums. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. Yeah. That's how you know it's really it's like good. Zeppelin. They're they super no not worried about the SEO of any of their previous <laughs> albums. It's like, what are you listening to? Tiger Army. <laughs> Bracket 1999. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I wanted to throw this one at you guys. I, I had a really hard time picking... What I wanted to bring to you, the podcast. You, you went through like six different choices and you're like, can well, I do two? A lot more like, than that, actually. You could just come back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, actually okay. What were yeah. the other choices? I landed... Oh, I, it's, man, I had... Um, Mad Villainy. Mad Villainy, oh. which oh. is like... Yeah, it's a good choice. Oh, see, uh, we I did, almost swore, but I stopped myself. <laughs> we did yeah. Danger Doom last week, so it would have been funny oh. timing to yeah, do yeah. immediately after oh, an actual Doom album. Sick. Yeah, I been a fan of doom for a super long time same um i i I kept on going like i wanted to try to bring something that would be interesting and i was pretty stuck on mad villainy but i didn't go with it because i went through the podcast history and i saw some stuff that i'm like they've listened to this before like there's there's like no way they aren't aware of Mad because a bunch of people aren't mm-hmm. if they're not really into that. That's scene. me. I have never listened to Doom before. Really? Danger yeah. Doom. yeah. Yeah. That's actually and I and, and I, I had chosen some Mad Villainy. <laughs> no, I own it. We're gonna end up talking <laughs> yeah. about a different album that we planned on. Whatever you want. But Ploof Ploof owns a lot of the MF Doom albums. How many uh, MF Dooms do you? Own? I only have two. I've got M Food and Operation Doomsday. Oh, you got M Food. Yeah, that's Operation Doomsday. Well, and then Danger and songs. Danger Doom and Danger Doom. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's have, you, have you heard Figaro? No, I don't think so. Oh, I should have done it then. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, Figaro is just. I don't. It's just. It's an amazing song. Mm-hmm. So maybe go listen to that after. after I will. This. But instead, I decided to get you guys to listen to Garbage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A blue pick. Instead, instead of like <laughs> the lyrical masterpiece that is Figaro, I went with, um, yeah, Trash. I, I really like Tiger Army, but I have never shown it to anyone that has also gained that likeness for Tiger Army. Mm-hmm. Um the reason why I decided to bring it to this show is because I saw, I saw some rock, I saw some rap. Yeah, I like both of those. Mm-hmm. I also like punk. Mm-hmm. Didn't see any punk. I might have missed something. I didn't look that closely. Have done any punk at that point? Because now no. we've covered two different. Maybe punk you have. Albums. Yeah, oh, this okay. has been in the works for a bit. Because like we've done the Distiller since then. Yeah, we did. The, oh, yeah, we did Coral okay. Fang. Yeah, but yeah. like I don't know much else. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we technically we did. Uh, I don't know. We want to call Green Day punk? No. Green Day. No. Please don't do it. Yeah, I listen to punk. I'm a big Green Day fan. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So I, I decided to pick Tiger Army because Tiger Army is psychobilly music, mm-hmm. which is fusion, yeah. rock, and punk. Hmm. I was like, maybe this will bridge a gap for some people. Yeah, it's got probably like, not. 
It's got the old rockabilly sound. Yes. Some some of the album some of the songs on this album are kind of like too rockabilly for my taste. Mm. In personally okay. because the second i'm like this sounds like elvis i kind of get a little <laughs> bit, a little we bit dropped off <laughs> there are some songs that yeah. are like that and i'm not i'm not that into it this is not an album where i like every single song at all but there are two songs in particular there's a few songs that i'm into and two songs in particular that i very often come back to which keeps Tiger Army in the the top of my mind, and that would be Nocturnal and mm. Never Die. Ah, fair. The two ones that I I really liked on this album mm-hmm. too. That's if fair. you if you look up like what's Tiger Army's good songs, I okay. It's those, it's those two. Yeah. <laughs> I did something before the show just for like lulls to see what would happen. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I include this topic in everything that I do. But I asked ChatGPT. I was like, why would someone like Tiger Army? Ooh. <laughs> Um, and it was like it has a really good song called Never Die <laughs> I was like oh okay cool um, so I think that's like decently common I do like some of the other songs uh, 20 Flight Rock is my least favorite mm. uh, yeah 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 um, interestingly enough Outlaw Heart is the most popular song on this album I was surprised on Spotify. that as well. Interesting. Yeah, Apple Music as well. 8.7 million yeah. plays. It I, must have been in something. I also it wrote... must have been in something. Disappointed yeah. that it's got the most plays on Spotify by a country mile. Ayo. Like it's, hey, it's got a country <laughs> sound. Hey, yeah, too. like it's an okay song, but it just... I don't know. It's not... That's why I was like, is this Psycho Billy? No. It's just because they have this like one cowboy song? <laughs> like, I don't really know what Psycho Billy is. Psycho so, so uh, Billy is but, like weird like rockabilly, but with a, like a really fast punk yeah with a punky it. i kind of hear it in the yeah. drums the drums are kind of like there's an upright bass was, yeah the, uh, on this the bass yeah, is bass really yeah. good. slaps i really like the bass yeah, yeah. So he, good. he's I like really the stand out. there's there's yeah if you really distill it down to like three songs or two songs or something i actually really like their stuff my problem with tiger army is when they they start yeah they start getting too rockabilly or they start kind of going off course a little bit too much yeah. and i think honestly that's what kept them from really popping none off. of their songs are long enough to be offensive though like mm-hmm. like the songs are three minutes or less there's there's one song that's like three minutes and 12 seconds long yeah the rest mm-hmm. are like in the one minute mark yeah by the time you're like i'm over this it's actually over it's done so, yeah, yeah. it's convenient <laughs> it, it's it's four. 13 songs I what I wrote 14 but there's 13 songs I think yeah, um, yeah. and the so, uh the whole album's 32 minutes long yeah so 32 and a, lot a half punk music is short. And half. almost 33 yeah that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah um like like I own a Fugazi album that has 20 tracks and is 16 minutes long <laughs> yeah so, so. <laughs> that's a bad ratio yeah <laughs> there's only so long you can like be that hyperactive yeah before you're like I need to drink or something yeah <laughs> Yeah, I bet this would be. I would love to see this album played live. Like, I bet the yes. this would be. They'd be in crazy live. They are. Uh, they are. They're not well known for much, but they are decently well known for their live shows. Nick Thirteen, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah that's the, a, the he's like the only band. one that is in the band for more than like a year. It's crazy yeah. to look at the Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah, and it's like the little bar graph of all the members just changes constantly. I'm like, whoa. Um, <laughs> he's currently on tour right now, doing his like side stuff. Yeah, like he does like Americana stuff, so it's like um, I don't know how to describe Americana. Americana is just like doing the like the classic songbook, I guess, um, or like what Johnny Cash was doing just before he died, like all those those, those series of albums. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, that's what he he's still out there doing stuff, and I think Tiger Army performs occasionally still. <laughs> 
they've got in like 20 years they've got seven albums or something like that four of them are called tiger army (laughs) (laughs) i still love that yeah that's great um but yeah i i I wish i caught a live performance for the exact same reason mm -hmm. it's it's very fun i emma asked me to my girlfriend asked me to try to describe tiger army music to her because she's never particularly (laughs) been a fan and i was like it's like you're like jogging with an objective outside in the evening in spring wearing jeans. <laughs> okay. And I don't know why, but that like really works for me in my head. Like <laughs> you're in a hurry to get somewhere. Yeah. For like a reason, but you're jogging. Cause like you don't have a car for some reason and you're definitely wearing jeans. I don't know why the jeans are specific, but they are. They're probably too tight. I understand <laughs> what you're saying too. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a vibe. To, yes, I understand. Yeah. yeah I'm I don't picking, know why I'm picking, it works. I'm picking, I'm picking it up. Yeah, it does for some reason. <laughs> yeah, there's something kind of inherently. I mean, even this first song, it's almost a little stressful at sometimes. Uh, like yeah. this uh, first song, we'll get into it a bit more later, but it has like transitions from... No, wait, hold on. Are you talking prelude? The prelude, yes. Yeah, okay. Where it kind of transitions from something a little bit calmer to this very loud very stressful very fast and it's like you're being chased all of a sudden and i feel like that happens in a couple songs where i'm like yeah <laughs> like i don't know if i could handle more than two minutes because it's just my heart is racing and i'm just like sitting on my couch listening on the stereo and i'm like oh this is a vibe uh but i mean i feel like maybe that's why i don't listen to a ton of punk music is i get too into it but i'm not going out so i'm just like hyped up you're just antsy at home and it's 9 p.m and i'm like i guess i'm gonna go to bed now so uh, yeah it's really it's really not like chill at home music mm. yeah Pluf, what do you think because you like I, punk music i like a lot of punk rock uh bands i've seen recently include like Lagwagon, off with their heads fiddler otoboke beaver the best oh, otoboke um, beaver is great the best is not punk i did see them live but they're not punk um i actually really liked this album i grew up uh listening to a lot of the stuff um on stuff like uh Oh geez, one of those old punk albums, uh, Give Them the Boot and oh, sure. Punkarama. They'd, yeah. so, they, so Tiger Army appeared on there quite a bit. Mm. Um, a lot of my friends were more into them than me growing up. So I actually didn't even think of Tiger Army until uh, a few years ago when I was at my friend Quincy's place and he's got the second album on vinyl. Oh. Um, Moonlight Army or something? I don't know. Something like I'm, that, I'm yeah. pretty, I was pretty jealous when I saw it. And uh, I was actually real jazzed to listen to this album yeah. because while I've given them like one-off songs on, on compilation CDs and stuff, I've never stopped and listened to like a full Tiger Army album. And uh, I liked it. It's yeah, it's definitely a pick for me. I don't know. I'm <laughs> it's a blue pick. I, I agree with you guys on a lot of songs. Um, which yeah, we'll get into that more later. But I, I like the vibe overall. But yeah, I like that whole like get up and go and like go and, and mosh for like an hour and a half mm-hmm. and come out sweaty with your shirt off yeah. <laughs> covered in who knows what. I can't confirm he did do that at Odoboke Beaver. <laughs> he was completely drenched wet, shirtless. I just saw him at the SkyTrain station. He just left. I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I like a bunch of other kind of rockabilly stuff too. And I kind of like Volbeat, who's sort of similar. Yes, they do have a rockabilly sound. They've got a rockabilly sound. They're, they're less, but they're more of a they're, metal focus. They're more band. metal rockabilly than yeah. like psychobilly. Um, but yeah, I kind of like it. So I saw I saw Volbeat with Metallica. Oh no way, really? Yeah, that'd be Volbeat, a, that'd be uh, a win show. Sevenfold and Metallica were all playing the same. Man, show. that's actually a really good show. Great show. Yeah. It was very loud. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually surprised to learn that the drummer Adam Carson uh, for this album specifically was borrowed from AFI, 
And oh, it's, yes. kind of, it's kind of funny because he doesn't do anything particularly special on this album, but like nope. he doesn't do anything particularly special for AFI too, <laughs> <laughs> for their drumming. That's so it kind, of, it kind of works. <laughs> AFI was on a break at this point in the, uh, when they were filming or filming, recording, recording this, yeah. uh, this album. So he had nothing better to do than record for Tiger Army. That is funny though, because the only like thing that consistently comes up is that I don't like the drums. Totally. It's like usually it's the same drum pattern. Yes. It's pretty standard. Very yeah. boring. Uh, it's, yeah. it's very early AFI. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's like the only thing. So it's funny that it's, you know, a misfit from a different band. Yeah. Uh, uh, misfits <laughs> is a different band too. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, although we were discussing a Glenn Danzig kind of sounds like Nick 13 or I guess Nick 13 kind of sounds like Glenn Danzig. And they sometimes. both sound like they're doing an Elvis impression. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Elvis stuff. Yeah. I, I really don't like that part. And I understand that's like literally almost the point. Yes. But I still don't like it. No. Yeah. The yeah. second they get away from that, I'm way more interested. Yeah. It, when he when he's doing his own voice. Yeah. Um, Ploof, did you note that uh, this is another band discovered by Tim Armstrong? No. I did. I, I know that there was um like something going on there, mm-hmm. but I did not know that he like discovered them. Yeah. he. Uh, I don't know if he discovered them, but he saw them play and convinced them to write an album and at the time oh, Nick 13 cool. was the only actual member of the band and he had to get people together to do <laughs> it uh, and they were signed to his record label Hellcat Records Hellfire Records well, I think it's Hellcat Hellcat, Hellcat, Hellcat yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's another one discovered by Tim Armstrong from Rancid, Rancid. you know for better or for worse because we already talked, talked about Tim Armstrong <laughs> in another episode um, I think it was the Distillers episode yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that was sort of interesting because Tim Armstrong is, of course, from Rancid. He's the bass player. And he's Armstrong a singer. he's a singer. I can't remember uh, if he's guitar or bass. One of those. He's yeah. around. Yeah, yeah he's he gets in, around. He's yeah. in Rancid. <laughs> Another punk. Thing. Um, um, did you have any thoughts on it, Bill? No. Why don't we give it one last listen? Okay. What an album. What an album. What a start to an album. I really <laughs> yeah. like this jazzy start. It's not what I expected at all. And it doesn't really come back, uh, no. at least super heavy. <laughs> but uh, that like, stand-up bass line, that, tip, yeah. that kind of like, tiptoes, and the xylophone yes. kind of falling melody. I was like, oh. And then the feedback transition into that hard-hitting rock version yeah. of that jazzy riff. And yelling, Tiger Army never dies. Tiger Fire. Army never dies. I can just listen to this one prelude over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> the prelude is actually like one of my favorite parts. I feel like it's not really fair because it's just a prelude to like mm-hmm. like it that much. But I will often, if I'm ever like, I want to listen to Tiger Army, I'll load up the album, play prelude, play Nocturnal, play Never Die, and then just leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid rotation. That's a solid rotation. <laughs> All right. Hell of a playlist. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, it's one of my favorite album intro I've listened to in quite a long time. Uh, I I definitely was shouting along, but like the second time I listened, I was Hell like, yes, yeah. this is so cool. <laughs> what does the Tiger Army never do? Never dies. Never that's dies. That's it. I, I had to think about it. <laughs> 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 they say it 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I like that one too. Uh, it has a really, really cool instrumental to it. Like the the whole the whole song is very interesting. I, I it, it it sets up a really good impression of the album. I guess is what I'm getting. I think that's the thing that frustrates me the most about the album, though, is it like <laughs> sets an identity with yeah. Prelude. And they capture that identity a, a couple times as we've gone over. And there's there's some songs that I'm not naming that are all right. But like, it, it feels like they give up. Like they kind of have this like really sick, unique sound. And then every once in a while they're like, maybe we should just be Elvis or <laughs> something else. And they, they, they stop trying. Like the, the album almost feels like a random toss together of songs instead of... Uh, actually thought through direction mm, yeah. which I understand a lot of albums are like that but I personally appreciate when there's like a tone to an album yeah 100%. We, we we had that problem with another album uh, what was it? it was your uh, we complain about it a lot I think it's kind of one of the most common yeah. things we run into is like half of this is really good and then the other half is weirdly present and, yeah know. and like I, I get I well maybe not back then but I especially understand in modern times that like the the track list of the album itself is not something that artists are as worried about no. because yeah. of online plays and whatnot. Yeah. But this is this is ninety nine, right? Yeah, that would have still mattered. Yeah. yeah, like 100%. you should have still cared about how even one song transitions into the next song because people are going to be playing off of CDs or, or yeah. records or whatever. Yeah, and so, the volume levels going up and down. Yeah, yeah. That's so like, we brought up with, oh, hello. That's something we've brought up with other albums where like mm-hmm. the tone. And like the volume of the album goes up and down as the mm-hmm. like it's almost like they were placed at random when they should have grouped all the ones that are kind of quiet together and all the ones that are kind of loud together have a have a flow to it yeah, yeah. um it happens less on some of the older albums like um like we covered Ziggy Stardust recently and that's perfect and that one is consistent <laughs> all the way through um but on some of the newer ones it seems like they was just like okay we have this song. Like we we talked about Primus, mm-hmm. and that one had a a pacing problem as well. It mm-hmm. also had a problem with talking about fish a lot. It's <laughs> it's Primus. <laughs> so, there's yeah. less shaking hands with beef on that one. Yeah, and more shaking hands, hands with, with fish. Yeah. yeah. Are are you guys? Because I don't talk to when I was in like high school and stuff. I would talk to people about music all the time, and yeah, now I, I literally never talk to anyone about music. But I. I absolutely have like mood setting or mood matching music. Oh, 100%. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like you were mentioning, like I if I listen to this at like 9 p.m. before I'm trying to fall asleep, like it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I guess you literally all just agreed with me. So this is pretty much a conversation. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but what, what like, would you ever find yourself using this? Because you're like, I need to backtrack whatever I'm to whatever I'm doing, and I think Tiger Army makes sense in this moment. But at the gym, maybe. Oh yeah. yeah, this this would be yeah, great this gym is good music. Pacing music. Yeah, I listen to yeah. a lot while driving. Yeah, this is definitely one of like if I was going to a party or going yeah. out with someone, like putting this in the car, windows down, sunny day, like 100 percent on my summer jams playlist or my headbangers playlist, <laughs> like 100. Uh, but we also live in a very rainy place where I'm probably not driving with the windows down very it doesn't often. apply too often <laughs> yeah. yeah but when it does like yeah these first couple songs oh so good this is a neighbor hater album so like if you played this in my apartment i would immediately get a noise complaint <laughs> um so i have to be a little cognizant about what i'm i'm listening to in my apartment um i like to listen to music at an acceptable 
but loud volume. And this doesn't do that great for that. To no. Be no. You kind of need to just blast it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think some of the quality of the music is that you're kind of overwhelmed. That's why I think yes. my concrete walls, you know, just boom it. <laughs> yeah. Your apartment is great for that. Mine is not so much. Um, I, I, I will 100%, and I've done this a bunch of times, put on Never Die or Prelude for when they're chanting like Tiger Army, Never Die. Mm. <laughs> for like if I need to do a set to failure and I'm like, I need some motivation. Mm. Scr- somebody <laughs> screaming like, I'm never going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, this is sick. I can pound out a couple more. Yeah, uh, I love the transition from Prelude into Nocturnal. It's super smooth. Yes. Obviously, it makes sense yes. with it being yeah, Prelude, okay. but yeah. so good. But this is what pisses me off is they start the album that way and then they're just like, ah, we did it once. <laughs> yeah. Let's go Nothing all over the place from here. Ever again. Because yeah, like that that start is so good. And Nocturnal's a sick song. Oops. And and uh Prelude's a sick song. And like Fog Sounds is alright. But mm-hmm. then like true romance happens and you're like, what direction are we? What yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Because in this one here, they also like they make tiger noises, they get really into it, and the rest I, they don't really do anything anymore. Yeah. It's just like there's some singing. <laughs> There's a little bit of harmonizing in one or two songs, but there isn't even much there. No. Um, but this one, I thought it was a nice balance between the vocal effects, the instruments, the transitions. And then, yeah, it doesn't really get there again. But I did really like this song. Yeah. I listened to this album originally on my computer's sound card, like the computer, the, the one that comes with like built into the motherboard. And then the other day I bought a sound card with DAC in it off Ploof. And I had a very different experience listening to it on the new sound card than I did on just my computer or on my phone, really. Um, I found that some of the songs really buried the vocals in the mix so that you had no idea what the what, what Nick 13 was singing about. Um, and then when I listened to it on an actual DAC, it sounded way better and I could pick out what he was singing. A, lot, a couple of the reviews said the, the lyrics are hilarious. Like some of the lyrics are like fun and dumb. And I'm like, I wish I could hear them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but then it, the, the second listen through I did on it, and I was like, wow, you can actually pick it out. And it's like, it's the amazing thing about like getting actual good audio equipment, I think. Um, and like my stereo sounds good. I would be thrilled to listen to this on final, I think. But it, you know, like the the album is exorbitantly expensive right now. <laughs> yeah. Ploof, <laughs> yeah. what do you think of uh, fall, uh, Nocturnal? I really like the bass line. Uh, yeah. It's a wicked track. It just kind of picks you up and doesn't let go. I love the tiger roars. I think the chorus is pretty fun. Uh, and I really like the change up at the end on how mm-hmm. pronounced the bass line is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree that this is kind of like the peak of the album. The the guitar around two uh, two minutes is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, the, the changeover in the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that was that was a real highlight yeah. for me. It really uh, goes into fog surrounds, which uh I like the vocals a bit more on this mm-hmm. one because they're left clear, like there's no vocal effects, but the instruments are quite fuzzy. Yeah. Um only thing is is it kind of the opposite where I it was very clear for me in this on the vocals, and I actually wish they were quieter. As it oh. felt a little bit separated from the instruments, and I'm like, especially for punk loud music, I want to like be searching for the vocals and finding that so I could be surrounded by yes. the music. But instead, I was like, I'm looking for the instruments so I can just enjoy it. I guess like it's weird when it's kind of flipped. Totally. Um, but I did like the drums on this one. Uh, I think yeah. it's the only one I have the note down <laughs> that I like the drums. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> yeah, the drum the drum track on this one is actually quite good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like the guitar, especially midway and then halfway on the back half. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I had the same issue with the vocals. 
Uh, I think the lyrics were pretty cool, but I also had trouble understanding him right at the start there. But uh, it's okay. Yeah, he kind of loses his excuse to not being able to understand what he's saying. Yeah. When you can hear him. Yeah. You, you still don't know what he's saying. You're just like, Vegan who got headed up. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That was a really good impersonation, though. What he said. I'll have what he said. Yeah. But no, it makes for a fun live show. But uh, yeah. yeah, when you're sitting, it was like, okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, we get true romance. Does yeah, I like the vocalizing the chorus in this one. The, the pace on this one is actually quite good, too. I wrote, that was the one big note I had on the, the pace on this one. Was this one loses me a little bit because the like quality in terms of pace or chorus or whatever might be good, but the tonality of the album shifts pretty heavily. Yeah, here. yeah mm. absolutely. And That's it, very true. It, the like feel is is quite a drop off for me because like even fog sounds is like it's it's kind of grooving, you know. Nightfall and Nocturnal are both a little crazy. Fog sounds is a little bit more chill, and then it's like whoa. Yeah, it's What's even still dropping. Now? Yeah. Like, this, is, this is pretty far, uh, personally. Yeah. yeah. It gets really, really romantic with a few of these songs, like morbidly romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, although I do like the line, when I can see your face, it's tattooed on my dreams. It's very cheesy. What does that mean, please? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the line. I don't know what it means. Yeah, I liked the the harmonies. Um, again, it just is like, kind of makes it like a bar song or something yeah, and it, yeah. i like that live feel for for yeah. punk music because uh, i don't listen to it not live so like feeling like it's live is like okay that's kind of fun mm-hmm. uh it's a little repetitive though and yeah. the drum pattern is very similar to the last song mm-hmm. uh, and it kind of yes. keeps this almost like train pattern throughout the rest of the album so this is like where i first start to notice it's like okay yeah right i get it with the drums now <laughs> uh, probably hired adam carson was like here just come up with a beat right. for every track and we'll figure four, the rest four out. time let's do this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's devil girl which has that kind of older rock yeah feel i hate the vocal effect it has yeah, like not into it a delay but it's enough that's like a speech jammer it's yeah. like what is, i'm like at a fair and it's playing over the pa system hate it do not like that yeah, it has a, an excessive reverb on it, um, but the the upright bass is jamming. Oh, so this good! One. Yeah, the upright bass is like for all the failings of the drums on this entire album. The upright bass is sick. Oh yeah, yeah. it and picks it right up. You don't hear it that often, I find, in uh, especially music that I listen to. So having it f- like very featured and very featured in a really cool and fun way on an album was entertaining Mm -hmm. but again these last two songs both of them are often i will stop whatever i'm doing to skip these (laughs) um so uh, yeah i don't know like it if i let it play for a little bit and i hear the bass go like i might enjoy that but i'm usually enjoying that while moving towards skipping the song Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Yeah, i would not listen to this one again it um it, it definitely has like a 50s 60s rock vibe to it in a way that is not I don't know it's not offensive but it's just like it's a little much yeah it's a little much yeah the good news is never die the next song is never Never dies next let's go (laughs) oh man I love the bassist on it it's it's just fantastic Um, oh I like the little dreamy guitar part oh yeah like like a minute yeah that that was really cool yeah, the in-between verses is a lot of fun, the way they kind of switch it up and keep everything interesting. Because I was worried it was just going to be this kind of same pace throughout the whole song. But nope, 
they it keep changes. changing it up. Yeah. And uh, the never die chants go hard. Oh, yeah. So hard. And the whole <laughs> ending, I'm just like, oh, what an end to the song. Like, so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see this live. I bet you tons of like walls of death have formed during that, <laughs> during that never die refrain part. Like, Oh, this is fantastic. I, it'd be so fun live. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have anything more positive to say. I just no. absolutely, absolutely love this. Song. I'm sitting and listening <laughs> to it right now. and just like, it's still so good. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. It, 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 and it, it is probably the, a banger. It is probably <laughs> the banger of, of the album. Um, yeah, like it's it's it's. I know I've said this too many times already, but it starts pretty so- strong. Nightfall's good. Nocturnal's mm-hmm. really good. Nightfall and Nocturnal are both really good in my opinion. Yeah. Fog sounds is okay, and then you forget about things for a while. Never <laughs> dies sick, and then you just if you bail out, it's, good. it's okay. <laughs> it's a good place to bail out. Yeah. That being said, Moonlight Dreams. It's got a cool breakdown in the middle. Yeah, actually, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I've. I don't think I've mentioned it until this moment, but I actually, I don't mind it. Yeah, that one's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I think this is probably my favorite one. Moonlight Dreams. Mm-hmm. Cool. There's the, the cat and lyrics are pretty catchy. And I like the breakdown at a minute and 15 seconds where there's just like the psycho scream to get back into it. Yeah. yeah. And then it breaks down at the ending again. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Like if Prelude and Nocturnal weren't there, this would be the favorite. Cause like the combination of that Prelude and Nocturnal are just so good. Like yeah. there's no way it can't be the best on the album. But I did really like this one. Uh, it goes toe to toe with "Never Die" for sure for me. Sure, I forget about it often, but it's a solid song. Mm-hmm. I almost always continue to let it play, but I don't come to the album for it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The bassist on this one was is like particularly incredible. He's not doing anything super complex, as far as I'm aware, but he is just motoring. Yeah, there's on a that bass, fast pace, just. <laughs> So he's just ripping it so hard. It, they have a like a pace increase uh, just over the halfway mark of the song. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh man, I don't know how he's just sitting there, just like going that. wild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, you know, I salute him for it. I do wish after listening to this album, I do wish there was more albums that had not necessarily from Tiger Army, but just like in music that I listen to in general because I enjoyed that bass so much. Mm-hmm. But I can understand it's it's probably really hard. Yeah, it's got a really unique sound. Yeah. Uh, let me go into trance. It starts from a fade in. Yeah, I have. Really I don't like fade weird. outs, but it's got a rare fade in, and it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's an unusual way to start a song. That's like starting a song from like you started recording ten minutes ago. Yeah, it, 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 it's unusual, but I didn't hate that. I thought it was kind of. It's like you're joining a conversation in the middle of it. Um, and it's but, interesting because Moonlight Daydreams doesn't fade out. Yeah. So it's not like it's fading out one and fading the other. It's just like Again, just the song. album doesn't really go together. <laughs> it fades in. It's like, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, uh, it's very unusual, but uh I didn't hate it. Yeah, I know. Drums are solid on this one. Yeah. The pace slow down during the instrumental about halfway through the song is uh fun. And uh yeah, it just it stands out as being kind of more unique compared to the first jazzier songs that kind of the sound doesn't come back. But compared to the last, you know, five or six songs I've been playing, this one seems a bit more unique. Yeah, the lyrics are really spooky, and I like them. A girl is getting put into a trance via voodoo power. <laughs> yeah, uh, hypnotized. It, it kind of reminds me of the voodoo glow skulls, but that's mostly just the voodoo lyrics. The voodoo part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the voodoo part. <laughs> I didn't mind this song. I don't really care for it too much either, but I would have... If we dropped a bunch of songs, including the next one we're going to talk about, <laughs> and there was more songs like this, I would have 
definitely liked this album more. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this does feel more in tune with what the band in my opinion, should have really been trying to do, mm-hmm. which is this kind of like funky experimental stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 in it's not my favorite song, but it's it's in the spirit of why I like the album. Totally. So, yeah, there's a lot of unique stuff that's happening here yeah. that's just being executed in weird ways and, and not consistently. Like the pace changes are really fun. The fade in is really cool. But then it happens like once every few songs and it doesn't happen, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's just very, very odd. And the, yeah, the next song, uh, 20 Flight Rock. It's a cover, right? This has to be. It's so weird. Um, it has the same or very similar bass line to Let It Rock by Chuck Berry. Yeah, that makes that's sense. All I picked mm. up, that's yeah. all I picked up from. It feels oh, like so That bass line sounds familiar. And I listened to something and I was like, oh, yeah. that's it's just the same bass line. The best part about this song, like <laughs> bar none in my opinion, is that it is by a decent amount the shortest song on the <laughs> yeah. album yeah. a minute and, uh, minute and a half including the prelude which I find pretty <laughs> surprising uh, but I'll take it yeah I don't I don't like it I don't like the vocal effect the lyrics are funny he's got to climb a bunch of stairs and then he dies because he's exhausted <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't make it to the top so uh, yeah that's weird okay I guess yeah <laughs> I don't mind it so much, but I kind of like rockabilly, so it's okay. But I, yeah, I wish that they had stuck to kind of the other sound that they were going for. Yeah. This would be so cool, like a fall fair. People would go oh, yeah, wild yeah, yeah. at a small town. Totally. Fall fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking this back to Cranbrook, and they're going to go wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get Werecat. Okay, what are they What are they chanting at the start? I don't know. I was like, I don't know if this is what word they're saying, but. Uh, it's very weird. I don't know. This one felt almost like an interlude to me because there's not mm. much in terms of lyrics, but Nick 13 is still like very active on the track. Um, it's, a, it's about a half werewolf, half cat. A werecat. <laughs> I like the guitar on it. Yeah, the intro's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't understand most of the lyrics. I do. It's funny. I like the PA system filter on this song because it doesn't have the delay. It's just... Yeah. Like a filter of someone like yeah. calling you or yeah. whatever. The, the only problem is that the lyrics are muffled, but and they're also buried like halfway down in the mix. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would never know that this song is a, a dumb song about a half werewolf, half cat, which is <laughs> which is a dumb premise for a song, but I will I like it. Hey, it's a werecat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this one. Short and sweet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not gonna lie full honesty at this point i am always off of this album. <laughs> the, the last few songs so from from 20 flight rock onwards probably and i've been listening to this album since i was in grade eight okay from 20 flight rock onwards i probably have single digit plays for mm-hmm. all of these songs 20 flight rock is honestly probably at like three or four because <laughs> of accidents over time and then the rest of these if it was easier to press skip than it was to find a different album, that would be the only reason mm-hmm. why I listened to them. Well, it's like, uh, Jamie, what was that one for the Cancelled Musicians album? We had like 800 listens for the whole album, but some of the songs had 20. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the um, the one with the people, the ghost yeah. costumes. Go listen oh, to those Cancelled oh, episodes. Oh, oh, um, uh, the brand new album. Yeah. yeah. Where you looked at your last FM, it's like, I have 400 listens. And you're like, this song has six. <laughs> like yeah. I had no idea what oh, the song yeah, even yeah, is. Yeah. So I've been I've been uh just to refresh people, I've I've been logging what I listen to through Last FM. It used to be called Audio Scrabbler. 
since 2006. Since it was so called Audio Scrambler. So it's kept track of how many times I've listened to that album, like yearly or like every day or whatever. Um, and yeah, like one of them has like 400 plays and the other one has like four. And I, we were trying to figure out what was objectionable about it. It's just like, it's just a nothing song on the album. It must be one I just hit skip like every time. But four times I missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's these last few tracks for me. 100%. Yeah. Well, then there's there's Outlaw Heart with my first note, Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Western. I did track. not think I was gonna like this song, and then I really liked it. I liked it too. I like the angle they took for a country song. It's got a really good country sound to the guitars with a good pedal steel. It feels in the so background. genuine. Ooh. Like they didn't sound like they're trying too hard and like missing. It made me go. They should just make a cowboy album, sir. As a as a fan of some country music and uh, the Grateful Dead, who love the pedal steel guitar, um, I really like this song. For as a fan of Big Iron on his hip from the Fallout, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big, Big Iron, that, Big Iron. I think that's my problem with the song, though. Is like it, it sounds fit. like old country. I I come to this album specifically for tone and tone that it doesn't have that many songs for. Yeah, randomly a cowboy song. It's yeah, like, okay. like I don't think I actually dislike the song individually, but I am never here for that mm-hmm. song. If it was on an album, like you said, if they had like a. a if they did like a Tiger Army does an offshoot and they do like whatever, this is the Cowboy album. I might even enjoy mm-hmm. that whole album because, yeah, it seems well made. It's like, like Me First and the Gimme Gimmies have a, a country Ween album. does too. Yeah, do they have a country yeah. album? Oh, crazy. <laughs> Just like randomly has a country album. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because it's still modern. Like they're talking about driving around and staying in motels yeah. and stuff. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. But uh yeah, in the context of this album, it makes zero sense. Yeah, it's very and it's funny weird. for it to be the most popular song yeah. on this album. When well, it's got to be. Someone said it's got to be from like that. Uh, it, it makes me think. What, what was that name of that show? Motorcycle. Oh, oh. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Oh, I could see it from like a show like Sons oh, yeah. of Anarchy or something like that. that. Yeah, it must have been featured on something because yeah, there, there's very little information on this rec- record. There wasn't very mm-hmm. many reviews of it done. Uh, contemporary or even now um i wonder why it was it was like yeah it was just like one of those like random releases from a like a very tiny label right so um but yeah it must have been in something it, i that's the only thing I, like maybe it was in Westworld or something or yeah maybe something yeah. like that yeah. Um, I'm not finding anything when I look it up. Yeah, me neither. I'm like on the YouTube video maybe for it. It's maybe, on like, like who's week. here from whoever? Nothing. Well, I wonder if it was like oh, um man. like on a Spotify playlist. Yeah, maybe it's got featured in the right place. Yeah. It's called Outlaw Heart, so it wouldn't surprise me if someone just like found it. It's just, very searchable. Yeah, it's very searchable. Just found it and then all of a sudden it became popular. Yeah. I think it's pretty good, but I fully agree with you guys. Like these guys can rip and they're not ripping here. And that's absolutely what I prefer from this album is for them to just get on the mic and rip through the stage. Yes. This is actually one of the slower songs on the album. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm, well, I'm assuming cause I've not listened to them, that this did not influence them in the future. Uh, unless it just really wasn't popular at the time. Cause, uh, there's a YouTube video on, uh, on the YouTube, on the YouTube, 2.2 million listens what? on what? top of Apple music and Spotify. And then on? people buying the album. This one specific song. It's crazy. Um, that is baffling to me. I, I, maybe I'll do a slight more research to that. Uh, um, uh, Neo Bam Boom. What a cool title. It's got a cool bass line. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, there's a cool bass line on like every track on mm-hmm. this, this one album. you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I like the the speed of the song and the mm-hmm. guitar riffs are really solid. And in the lyrics and the final verse, it's each line starts with question marks. So I have no clue what he's saying. And I guess it was never released <laughs> yeah, of what he's actually saying. I wrote that too. Hilarious yeah. that Spotify and Genius both just have question, question marks. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Because every cat has his day. Question mark, <laughs> yeah. question mark. But now things are fine. It's like, <laughs> what is that? What, what is he saying? No one knows. Uh, maybe it's maybe he just doesn't say anything. Maybe he's just mumbled. He's like, blah, 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 every cat has his day. It's like, I wonder if okay. he's actually saying Neo Bamboom. Oh, that would be yeah, that would make sense. I have no idea, genuinely no idea. <laughs> Either way, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's definitely hard to understand, but I really like what they're doing here. Last night, which also, is our last track, last yeah. song, yeah, last song. It's solid. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I like the singer uh, Nick Thirteen. Really pushes his vocals to hit high notes in this one, which I liked because uh, before it seemed like there was just strain for the sake of like a raw kind of sound this one he actually like hit some higher notes and did some stuff which was nice yeah uh and there's some solid riffs chorus is catchy i would have liked to hear the chorus again because mm. the 13 black roses happens twice oh, okay. i think it would have been nice to have a repeat at the end because it's very catchy but yeah. and it's got a little uh it's got a cheeky little bass solo after the song ends it's like a little hidden like yeah. cheeky little bass solo i hate goes. hidden tracks or i hate hidden weird things. it's a punk album you have to put them on there mm. it's at least it's not as bad as the one on the distillers where it's just like 13 minutes of noise oh yeah i skip oh. death sex every time yeah yeah awful um yeah, yeah so it's the intro just reversed is that is okay. that what it is yeah. oh is it okay. I, yeah i said it, i wrote down some reversed speech that ends with a spooky noise yeah, i don't know what the speech is because it's just someone talking <laughs> yeah but it's the same thing where when you're listening on vinyl or whatever all of a sudden there's just weird noises and it ends with <gasps> Yeah, and it yeah. scared me. It's such I was a weird like, noise. Oh, oh no! Like, I don't like that. So I, I hate hidden tracks for that reason because I forget about it and it's yeah. loud. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the song's solid. <laughs> yeah, I like the guitar solo about halfway through. Yeah. Go, goes really well with the bass. And I like how he ends it by saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's an okay. It's an okay ending track. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it definitely ends the album. Uh, <laughs> With just more again, the same drum pattern we've had the whole album. Yeah, um, drummer really was not a highlight here. <laughs> no. no, no, the drummer was there because they need to have a drummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Adam Carson, for participating. Yeah, the, you got the participation trophy for the album. <laughs> it's always interesting to me, like how many people desperately want to get into music. Yeah, especially I find at least from hmm, I was about to say our generation. I don't know how fair that is. My generation. Um, for like <laughs> guitars and drums and stuff like that. And then there's, so there's all, all these drummists that are just like insanely good. Yeah. And then this guy <laughs> ends up on like multiple, uh, maybe Tiger Army is in multiple the most famous, bands. But AFI was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, AFI was pretty big. How did you end up there? Mm. Yeah. I just I, I'm not a huge AFI guy, so I can't say whether his playing on AFI is. It's not. It only it's okay. Better. It's mediocre there too. Oh, oh, sick. Yeah, I'm not like the hugest fan, but I've listened to a few albums. It's, it's and, like how uh, the how the Ramones can really play music, <laughs> but, but people people love the Ramones. <laughs> or how how the guitarist from uh, the B52s only had three strings on his guitar. <laughs> Because he, 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 he only knew how to play chords on those strings. Yeah, but we got Rock That's Lobster. Efficient. 
That's efficient. That is, yeah. <laughs> Rock Sounds Lobster like a, is a banger. Though. Yeah, it is. He needs to teach a master class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the problem you have is you have too many strings. You have too many strings. <laughs> there are six strings on your... Don't know how to play them? Get rid of them. Yeah, I just get them out of there. Um, <laughs> this guy's playing bass. He knows what's up. Well, I mean, history is full of like musicians that barely knew what they were doing that succeeded. Sure, and there's the a lot of famous singers who yeah, like Beatles, yeah. a lot of famous singers who don't like technically sound good. But yeah. I think my point with this guy is he was like bouncing bands and stuff. Like if it's like, oh, this is the band that formed in high school and like right. they were never really that proficient, but they made good music and people liked it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, whatever, that that works. But when you're like when you're bouncing around, so you're clearly not there because you've just always been there. My brain would think that you'd have to get there through being really good, <laughs> right? And it just, it just didn't, uh, it didn't turn out that way. It didn't work that way. No. It's confusing. Yeah, he must have auditioned at some point, or someone yeah, must like, have known who he was and been like, "All right." Yeah, <laughs> like, like I, I guess. I don't know. That's good enough. He's, you get he, vetted as like the guy that isn't going to do coke on stage. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's all you really needed. Yeah. I don't know. He's not going to pass or out like, on yeah. stage. <laughs> he will make it. That's uh, he'll show up. He's got his own van. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that kind of that's it. That's you come with the infrastructure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is my contribution. He has a mixing board and a van. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, what do you think about this album? What's your what's your vinyl verdict? I I like that album. I, I mean, uh, will I ever listen to Tiger Army again? I'm gonna try it. Actually, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, there, like, it's a good enough introduction that I'm curious to find out what comes after that. I mean, they have like like I said, like six other albums. That can't be a fluke. Like, you don't get six other chances if you put out a stinker. Maybe what? you do. Not from a small label. <laughs> no, I mean, but. I think you'll find there isn't a ton of songs after this album that they are like really known for. Yeah. Um, there's there's one at least that I don't remember the name of right now. Rose in a something something. Um, <laughs> I think that's from a different album. Sure. Rose in a covered garden or something. That sounds that's familiar cool. actually. Dark and Lonely Nights has 2.2 million views on YouTube. Okay. Um, Forever Fades Away has 2.7 million views. Okay, so this has got to be a banger. Okay, yeah, album. there's something in there. And Rose in the Devil's Garden has 3.4. Rose in the Devil's Garden is actually pretty good. Okay. Some, some of these, if I remember correctly, Rose in the Devil's Garden, uh, Forever Fades Away, Dark and Lonely Nights, all of those, they start to kind of eventually be like, okay, we actually do have a sound. Mm. Um, but I think it's like a too little too late type mm-hmm. of situation. Yeah. I mean, there's very few artists where their first album is their strongest work and we've covered a yeah. couple of them um so we covered boston <laughs> and their best album is their first album um and then we covered amazing album though yeah boston's yeah. great yeah, yeah. totally okay uh, <laughs> Bell didn't like it. You didn't like it. I don't like storytelling songs. Oh, We're I love, sto- really? I love storytelling. Songs. I'm very. They angry. tell a story about how they're so rich and cool and famous on their first album. <laughs> <laughs> they're not rich and cool and famous yet. Do you they, listen to rap music? It works. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's true. That's a fair counter. That's a fair counter. Um, but but we've covered them. We've covered uh, Green Day, whose best album is their first album, um, yeah. and it, it gets. I'm trying to think. I don't know their albums, bit, but Dookie is their their best album. Like, I don't know. Hands down. I believe you. I was never you listening to American Idiot. 
American Idiot is a fine album. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It is not. It was fine when I was in high school. I hate that album so much. <laughs> MGMT, their first album. Uh, first, oh, their first album is so good. Kids is such a good song. Um, but anyway, um, what is my verdict? Because um, you asked me that 10 minutes ago now. Um, I'm going to give it like a 9 out of 13. I didn't hate them. Um, 9 I'm gonna, out of 13? I rate it out of 13. Know, awful I just scale. rate it out of 13, yeah. Awful scale. That's an atrocious scale. <laughs> I think you should feel bad. We all that. do different ways of ranking. It's just it just hideous. He actually ranks them. It's like, oh, I rate it above uh, yeah, I do top gear. Crime of the Century. Oh, that's and perfect. I, rate it, yeah. I that's said we should all do that, but no. Yeah. 13, 10, and ranked. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have a website. <laughs> so, 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 you just got to remember what my list was. Yeah, that's even better. It adds to the lore. We have an email address. If there's emails in it, please let. Mm-hmm. Please, we're not ignoring you. I swear. Just steal. Nobody from. knows what the email, the password is. Listen, listen, listen. I'm logged in. I just choose not to check it. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I like the album. Um, would I go out and buy it? Probably not, because it's like ninety dollars. Oh yeah, it's way too expensive. Um, but. It, to, to, the, the album cover is sick. I love that. Oh, man, I meant to mention that earlier, but I realized we were going through a track list. And I was like, this is not the right time. Oh, go ahead. But the aesthetics, I've always been super into. Yeah. That that album cover, it's based off a, an old movie. I don't remember the name of it, um, but just super cool. They yeah, had sweaters like poster, back in the day yeah. that were like Tiger Army Never Die sweaters. And they <laughs> had that art. Like, like oh, Yeah, man. all their art is pretty sweet. It's it was a, so it's, cool. It's a panther going to fight a tiger. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend uh, the listener of this podcast to give it a listen. I think you can make your own decision on whether Tiger Army should die or not. Um but yeah, um, uh, actually, Pluff, what did you think? This, so I actually gave it the same score in a way, but I give it a 9 out of 10. Whoa. I, okay, okay, so 9 out of 13 is like an 80 or I know, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not at all the same. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's the same <laughs> first number. It's the same first number. Yeah. They're both 9s. Um, 9 out of 10. I, I just really like punk stuff. And like, yeah, some of the, but the thing is, I like a lot of rockabilly like too. Rockabilly. Yeah. So it's like, it's perfect. Um I think that they could use some higher production value. Um, that's probably just because it's like their first album. On and an indie label. Yeah, that would have been nice. And I definitely think that, you know, the drumming could have been better. Um, but man, I think that bassist is just nuts. And the singing fits perfectly. And I don't know, it just really amps me up. And if I can ever find, like I said, my buddy Quincy's got their second album. I'm now hella jealous. If I can ever find this just in a bin somewhere for like even 40 bucks, I'd probably buy it. Will I ever find it like that? Probably not. But yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. I don't think there's very many of them. No, out in existence. Luke, what did you think? It's interesting hearing. Please give it a nine. <laughs> not a nine because I don't <laughs> like rockabilly. Um, it it really depends. If I have to rate it as a whole, I'm probably giving it like a seven, um, or even like a six and a half. I think I think it would be too insulting to the really sick tracks on the album to go below that from my own opinion. Obviously you guys can do whatever. <laughs> um but like yeah, while while there is those few probably four or five tracks that I I enjoy and then maybe th- I'll say four tracks, four exactly tracks that I like really really like. The problem is there's 13 total tracks. <laughs> so it's like, okay, 
we're outnumbered here. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it's worth going like, okay, for every good track, you get a point. For every bad track, you lose a point. I don't think that's entirely fair because I can skip songs. It's not a very difficult thing to do. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking like 6.5 to 7. It has to lose some points, in my opinion, for those songs that I just like really don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like ne- Never Die, Nocturnal, Prelude, and the one that's after Never Die that I don't remember the name of. Um, those four, I will always enjoy those songs. Mm-hmm. So like, it's got to get some points. Yeah, it's a pretty decent album. Uh, though this album isn't, or though this isn't the music I typically listen to, I enjoyed my time with Tiger Army. It's short and sweet, and though I found the drums to be pretty repetitive throughout the album, the short song lengths, interesting vocals, solid riffs, and amazing bass lines that can be engaged throughout the entire half an hour runtime. I don't think I'll really ever listen to this again, but I could definitely see myself rocking out the first couple songs and yelling, Tiger Army Never Die. <laughs> I'll just always be yelling that. That's good yeah. stuff. Uh, I'm going to put it in the 23rd spot below Down on the Road by the Beach by Steve Hyatt and above the Mars Volta by the Mars Volta, and just a couple below the... Distiller's Coral Fang. Uh, I had it just above Down the Road by the Beach, but I thought, like, which ones would I actually listen to more? And, like, a summer beach vibe is probably going to come on more often than, like, punk, cowboy, radio (laughs) Elvis. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, the lack of consistency really does kind of affect things. Uh, It may seem low, but it's just because it's not really my cup of tea. Uh, It is very solid. Uh, Check out the Distiller's. Check out... um, don't say Green Day. Uh, well, I mean, don't say Green Day. Don't say. Please uh, if, don't say. Green if you Day. want to check out Green Day, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> American Idiot is solid. Uh, oh God. But yeah, oh, pretty God. decent album. And then next week is my pick. Uh-oh. We're listening to Gordon by Bare Ladies. That's wow. right. Which also has fire stand-up bass. Yes, it so does. That is our connection to that. <laughs> uh, otherwise, not at all related. Uh, but I oh, I have to say, uh, when I was listening to last night, the song ended. And Gambler's Life by Nick Thirteen, like his solo album, came up. It, it's more like Outlaw Heart, and it sounded very solid. Oh, so cool. yeah. if you like this, yes. just check out yeah. his solo stuff. Maybe the things that you liked about this album, you like about that. Uh, unless you like the first two songs of this album, you will never hear anything like that ever again. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the Bare Naked Ladies Gordon is also a debut album. It is. Yeah. And maybe it's also a 10. Oh. Who knows? Who said that? find out next week <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for our guest luke for showing up thanks for coming by that was great it only took like half a year oh, whatever. <laughs> until next time when we're going to listen to another tiger army record oh. you're just going to keep bringing them back right oh no <laughs> tiger yeah. army 2 we'll save mad villainy that's what it'll I don't, be i don't know yeah i it'll just, probably be mad villainy at this point luke you can come on as many times as you want yeah, I don't know. You, you could do. T- t- I just came to hang out. Albums. I wanted to be one of the one of the eight <laughs> listeners. Uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> on Spotify, <laughs> that was. Let's nuts. go. That was, I saw that tweet. I was like, it makes it look like we have eight listeners. <laughs> no, because we have like that that uh, that particular episode. So Ziggy Stardust has eight listens on Spotify, but it has like eighty listens on everything else. Mm. It is baffling to me. Um, thank you for everyone who listens to us on any platform including spotify yeah mm-hmm. if you listen to spotify you can rank these albums like we do yeah like but Belda. if you don't you which most too. of you don't you just get a listen yeah. <laughs> and we you should start you. like your list should be a, a like i don't use spotify but you could add albums to a list i'm certain mm. yeah you should just make a list oh, on i should spotify. make a playlist that's, oh, yeah, that's a good idea yeah, the vinyl well, click the link on the twitter 
Maybe. <laughs> if someone does it. Yeah. Uh, and look at that website. We keep saying, go to vinylverde.com. It'll just show up to the Spotify the, page. Yeah, but the anchor page or whatever. Maybe this time it'll be something different. Maybe. By the time you're listening to this listener, we've updated it for you. I enjoy addressing them as listener. <laughs> friend. <laughs> Hello, friendo. Let's create this parasocial relationship. All right. Bye. 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 See ya.